Hello again and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers, you are very welcome. Please check the three dots menu at the top, meaning tap your tap your cell phone once and you'll see three dots appear at the top or look along the bottom row. This is usually on a laptop or tablet until you see a little wheel or cog icon. Click that or up there. Look for the word quality and then upgrade the quality of the video to 720 or 1080p so that the picture isn't fuzzy or grainy. I've explained this on every single video, so I hope by now most of you who use the channel will know what I'm talking about. Today I have a right now word from the Lord, meaning that I got this word today and it's about, I guess you would call it, it's about current events taking place around the world in a larger sense, but with a focus on the United States. I'm still in the, in the America series, still um, going through the prophetic words that the Lord has given me to speak about the United States of America, what God has to say about her, what God is revealing about her, and the things that are on the heart of the Lord, that he wants the nation of America and all who live in her, whether they are natural born citizens, naturalized citizens, or people who might just be living here for an extended period of time. God wants us to know certain things about this nation. There is a focus on this nation as we enter deeper into the times known as the end times, the final times. Um, <clears throat> excuse me, please. There are things that God wants us to know and understand. And the primary focus of the master's voice, as the work has been entrusted to me by the Lord Jesus Christ, is to help us see America through God's lens. There's too many people who look at this nation and have no idea of the crimes that she has committed against the Lord. There are a lot more people who don't even think that America is guilty of any crime. And that's because to a large extent, perhaps because they're not born again or because they're in some kind of fallen state, they participate in the sins and the crimes of this nation. However, I wish it to be known on this channel that there is no person who is without sin. There is none righteous, the Bible says, no, not one. If there were any righteous men on this earth in times of antiquity, antiquity or now, there would have been no need for the Lord Jesus Christ because there would have been found among us as mankind, one righteous enough to offer up as a sacrifice to the Lord God for global sin. However, there was nobody found. The Bible says that God looked and could find no one. Therefore, he strengthened himself and he brought forth his own sacrifice. So in the season of the Passover, I particularly am extremely grateful for the Lord Jesus. I love Jesus with all my heart, all my soul, all my mind, all my strength, even if it's costly sometimes. And so I want us to understand that none of us are without sin. As you come and you listen to these videos, as you come and you hear these prophecies, I know that they are dire. I know that they are heavy. I know that they sometimes can break the heart. Many times my own heart has been broken because of the things that I hear from the Lord. And I know that I have to bring these things out to the larger public, not knowing where these videos go, not knowing where they're being shared, not knowing if it's an older person who might even have a heart condition or a younger person who might be out there living their best life 
and has no idea that there is a God in heaven who's watching their nation and has plans for the nation that are not good. The America series and all the other things that will come after it, the sin series, are meant to wake up the nation of the United States and the world at large to pay attention and turn back to God. Prophecies don't come to cause us to mock and scoff. Prophecies don't come so that, um, as I've started to notice, people can get worried about Celestial out there and keep wondering when I'm going to relocate. Please understand that before this channel was formed, the Lord is the one who dictates and orders my steps. Wherever you see me is where God has placed me and I'm peaceful enough to remain there. So you don't need to take it upon yourselves, even though the concern is noted. God bless you for that. To worry about me. I have my hands full with the things that I'm doing for God. I have goals. I need to share this. I don't know why, but I will just say this. If you're a Christian and all you do is worry about the end days, how it will be, have you prepped enough? Is tomorrow going to be the day that Nephilim burst out of the bushes or the earth gets plunged into darkness? If you don't have hope and you don't have joy, I don't mean to insult you, but you don't have much. As long as you have life, you have hope. And if you're a person who's actually born again, whether it's just six months in, a year in, whether you got born again last Saturday or Friday, or if you've been saved for 40 or 50 years, if you have lost the joy of the Lord, if you have somehow let go of the spark that makes life worth living, then the end times are going to be particularly dark for you because you might not be able to perceive where God will be. You won't be able to track him like a bright spark of light leading you through the darkness of the forest that we surely must go through. Even if I go through the valley of the shadow of darkness, the Bible says, I will not fear. Our God is here now. The sun is still rising and setting in a normal pattern now. Sometimes the sea does heave but it's not heaving the way the Bible says it will heave in the book of Revelation. What I'm trying to say is this, we are here now at this point, a very pivotal point. God is warning about the road up ahead. God is also saying, take your eyes off the road that you left. There are many people who are still looking behind them for the things of old. And yes, I will be bold and say it, you're still looking behind you for the administration of old, still glancing over your shoulder, certain because of certain people who keep talking to you and you irresponsibly keep listening to them. You keep glancing over your shoulder and thinking any day now, any day now, what they said will happen. We just have to pray harder. Fallacy never bears fruit. The prophets of Baal are the fact of that. They're the evidence of that. Elijah let them go first and he let them pray the whole day. They cried out and they cried and they cried out to Baal and they cut themselves and they offered ritual blood sacrifice, which is sure to arouse and provoke demons. 
But Baal didn't answer them. And the reason Baal didn't answer them is because Baal wasn't there. He was not allowed to answer them. Don't think that they're not evil fallen idols and false gods up in the heavens. They're there. God did not allow any fire to fall from any false power, even though fire had fallen from the sky before for, from Satan. Do you remember in the story of Job? Didn't fire fall from the sky and consume all of Job's sheep, I think it was, or his cattle? Satan has the ability to throw down fire from the sky. But that in that very important confrontation that we find in the book of I think it's 1 Kings 17 or 18. Very important. At that pivotal moment where the nation of Israel had to restore worship to the one true God. There was absolutely no way that God was going to allow any fake fire to fall in response to those people who were calling on a false God. The only fire that fell, fell from the lips of the true prophet, Elijah. There are many people who have been so led astray and fed not only false political prophecies, but just fed so many lies. A dispensation of lies is what the Lord has told me we live in. He calls it in the midst of deceit. And there's even a prophecy by that name on the blog. Oh, that my eyes were waters and my head a pool of tears as I weep because the daughter of my people dwells in the midst of deceit. When you live in the midst of deceit, it means that almost everything your faith and your trust and your hope is built on is a lie. And Jesus talked about the agony that you would go through when your eye is dark, yet you think it's light. How painful it must be to put your hope in things that you hope for month after month after month and they never come. And then every time you think, perhaps I should stop believing this. Perhaps I should turn from this path that seems fruitless and seek God for myself and find out if this is what God is really saying myself. There comes that little notification on your phone, new video hot new tips, this and this and this. God is saying that if we only pray harder. Some of you are joyless because your inner man is choked with lies. All your hope is not in Christ. That beautiful song by the Gettys, in Christ alone, my hope is found. Many of you don't have your hope in Christ. You have your hope in a man or you have your hope in a series of men and women who don't love you enough to prepare you for what's really going to happen to you in the end of days. However, all I can say is the joy of the Lord is every Christian's strength. If you turn your face back to God, he will take off the mask of heaviness and he will cause you to joy in him. It is possible to joy in your relationship with God despite what is happening around you. It is possible to have a very merry spirit. And if not merry, at least mellow. 
because you are putting your trust in the right place. But if you misplace your trust, every single step you take after that will be as if you're walking on a bed of coals, kindling the flesh of your feet. You will constantly be in pain and you won't understand why you're in pain because you have allowed falsehood to put you into darkness and Jesus is on the other side, calling you into the light. I just felt I should say that. The topic and the name of today's prophecy is called, He Causes All, April 1st, 2021. I got this early this morning and I started writing the post at 9 a.m. The banner scripture is this, and he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, that no man might buy or sell, save that he had the mark, or the name of the beast, or the number of his name. Revelation 13, 16, and 17. So right off, I'm going to say, this is another... Um, this is another look from God at the current ongoing ongoing health program in the United States. I can't say anything else than that because I don't want this channel to get strikes or um, to for, for the content to be taken down. So it is yet another look at the current V going on in America and around the world. And I have to say this one really shook me shook me for a number of reasons that I will mention at the end. But let me say exactly what God showed me. I saw a large gray tablet. So in hindsight, when I think about it, because this is many hours after I wrote it now, it is as if one of the slabs of the commandments was being presented to me. So it was, it was just gray, right? It was just gray and it was hanging in the air and it was engraved on the four sides and it was hanging in the air and it was against a gray background. So it was just a tablet. And when I looked at it, it looked like steel, like that flat polished steel, but it wasn't steel. And I looked at it and it looked like stone, like gray, flat gray slate stone, but it wasn't stone. And this tablet was there and this tablet was I named it in the prophecy, the tablet of me. It had my name. It had um, my height. It had my weight, the weight when I was born and then the weight that I am right now. It had, um, what, did, what else did it have? It had my skin color, my eye color and my hair color. It had my blood type. It had the type of digestive system that I have. Um, it had all the things that I like, everything that really makes me happy. And it had all the things that I dislike, the things that really get me upset and in a mood. It had every single identifier about me as a human being. And it was such a perfect database of me that as I looked at it, I marveled at it. And around the edges of this stone steel tablet, there was a double strand of beautiful satin ribbon. So I think it was the prettiest thing about the tablet. 
The ribbon twisted on itself, twirly like that, and then it twisted around the tablet. And so the tablet was removed from my view, and then I saw myself here in New York City living my life. I saw me taking my cart to the laundromat to go get my clothes done, and I saw myself struggling carrying more groceries than I should because I, I hate making two trips. And I saw myself holding books and going to the library to take them back. And each time the Lord showed me a scene from my life, showed me doing things that I either like to do or do do in the particular way that Celestial does them. After that came a glimpse of the tablet, the gray tablet, surrounded by that beautiful satin gray ribbon. And so I started realizing as I looked at my life and then saw this, I realized that God was showing me this is who you are in your life because of this commandment that exists inside you. You were built this way. You were programmed this way. And I, God, wrote you on this tablet. And I realized, and I have realized as I've thought about this dream all day, that that double helix was DNA. That was definitely those double strands of ribbon was the DNA surrounding the tablet. So the tablet was how God made me. And the double helix is the book that the Lord refers to in Psalm 139 when he says, before a day, when David says, before one of my days came to pass, you, God, wrote them all in your book. Your DNA is basically you. Now, in the middle of all this beautiful looking at my life, suddenly a force came. Some force came and tried to snip one of the strands of ribbon. It just came out of nowhere. I couldn't see it. It wasn't visible, but it felt like scissors. I could feel that it was sharp and it had cutting power. And it came to cut one of the strands of ribbon. And when the ribbons saw that attack, they became very angry. So the double helix around the tablet became so angry. And instead of being twisty, it became angry and flat and became like flat, flat, flat around the tablet. And it sucked itself to the tablet and firmly bound it around. And I could see anger coming out of the ribbons. And the force was also angry. The force was trying to cut one of them and could not, and it became also angry, and I saw that it went away, and it came back to cut again. And I became aware, even though I was sleeping, that this whole battle was going on inside my body, inside my blood, is where this battle was taking place. And so I became so angry and protective of my tablet and my ribbons, and I, I, I wanted to yell out and I wanted to say, stay flat and, and hold the line. Protect me. Don't let that thing cut me. Don't, don't let me be cut. Protect me. But I couldn't say anything because I was sleeping. I could only watch. And then the Lord spoke as I was watching this and said, and he causes all great and small to take the mark of the beast. And in my sleep, I said, Lord, I'm not taking any mark. Nobody's marking me with anything. I am not taking the mark. And so God became quiet and I became quiet too. And I fell asleep into a deeper sleep. And I had another dream. 
I saw two phones here in New York City, very big cell phones. And I realized the reason they were so big is because God wanted me to see everything that was written on the face of them. One cell phone was walking around New York City, going to different places. And when it got to those places, it pressed an app. And then I saw come up on the phone, this new app that the United States government is going to promulgate or start using here in New York City. And it's called Excelsior Pass. So I saw a blue square come up with a QR code in the middle and written below that it said, Excelsior Pass. The other phone was found at any venue that the first phone arrived at. And what it would do is when the Excelsior Pass pulled up a QR code, the second phone hovered above it and scanned it. Now to those who may not live in the United States and who don't know what Excelsior Pass is, the Excelsior Pass is referred to as a vaccination passport that will be used in New York City starting the 2nd of April, 2021. This app was created to show who has had a negative PCR C test or who has received one of the three V's that are being used in the USA right now. So I saw how the first phone, for instance, went to a restaurant and showed the code at the door and the second phone scanned the cord and the screen turned green with the word. Yeah, I'll put it in the comment section, but a certain word popped up. And there was a green screen that showed that you had had one of these. And so when this happened, the person was allowed to enter the restaurant. And then I saw this person going to the spa and going to various museums and going to the movies. And every time they pulled out the Excelsior Pass and showed it, the second phone that was at the venue being held by someone else would scan it. And when the word popped up, the person would be admitted into that venue. And then the Lord began to show me scenes of my own life. Again, I saw myself going to the laundry and I saw myself going to the library and I saw myself just doing ordinary things. And then he superimposed the pictures of the person who was going to these fancy restaurants and going to the movies and going to the, to the museums on top of me returning library books and going to do laundry and ordinary things. And I understood what he was showing me. He was showing me that if I do not have an Excelsior Pass, then one day my life as a New Yorker will be very different from the life of somebody who has taken the V and has an Excelsior Pass. And in the dream, I understood in my heart that everything that is being said to the population of New York and understand Everything that starts in New York is eventually going to be rolled out to the rest of the country. If you do not know by now that this is the place where things are tested, it's called beta testing, and then it's rolled out everywhere else. Well, I don't know what to tell you. They tell us, oh, it's not to track you and it's not to cause a burden and it's definitely not to seg segregate the population into V and non-V citizens. It's just, for, it's just for safety so we can keep track of who took one. But that's not what I saw. I saw that God showed me there was a clear distinction between my life as someone who does not have an Excelsior Pass and the life of those who have it. And I said, please understand, remember that you cannot get this Excelsior Pass unless you have been veed. So I said to the Lord, what is this? And at the time I asked him, 
The dream paused like a movie. So I could move, but everybody else was frozen. And we were standing right in the heart of Broadway, outside of a, some play. And um, somebody had just pulled out their EP and gone in to watch a play. So I was asking God like a child that can't get something that other children have. And I said, Lord, what is this? And I could feel him pushing such great love towards me. I could see, I could feel actually. I felt at that moment that God felt very sorry for me. But God did not allow pity to stop him from telling me the truth. He said, the Excelsior Pass is the precursor to the mark of the beast. This is what comes before to separate the people and make a distinction between them. It is not the mark, but it is certainly what comes before it. It will be very hard for those who take the pass to resist the mark when it comes. I will say again, you cannot get this pass unless you have been dealt with by the V. And so I said, Lord, I said, I'm not taking any mark of any beast. But the Lord kept pulsing out this love and this kindness towards me. And he replied again. And he causes all. So I said, I'm not taking it. I am not taking it. And the Lord was silent. But in my heart, he projected his words in reply. He causes all. So I stood there, the dream unpaused, and the people started walking by. And many of the people, they passed by and they didn't bother to stop and enter the play, but many did come and show their pass. And they went in to watch this play that I could not watch because I didn't have a pass. And this is what the Lord said to me. In the latter time, when the sinners have reached their peak, a mark shall be given to men. This mark is the for this pass is the forerunner to that mark. It is not the mark, but it is surely the forerunner. What comes before? The beast is a system, and these things are a foreshadowing of its mark. Whoever takes the beast's mark is damned. Whoever is marked with the mark of the beast, I also shall mark him. I will give him a sore, a loathsome and terrible sore that will never depart from him. It will be rank, which means very foul and stinking. It will be pernicious, meaning that it constantly be growing on this person. It will be persistent and it will never be healed. By this mark, all of heaven will know that that man is eternally rejected. He shall never enter into my rest. Now, I really will recommend, and I will leave the link in the comments below. I really will recommend, please, that you read the dream called The Noisome Pestilence, because in that dream, the Lord God did absolutely show me that sore, and it was the most disgusting thing that I have ever seen. It was a sore that could never be healed. It sat right in the middle of your head, at the crown, and it could not heal. Whenever the body tried to heal that sore, it turned into these living, fluffy ruffles. That's the sound they made. And the sore reactivated and became alive. Very gross. The noisome pestilence. Um, 
So that was what the Lord showed me. And so I was tired by that time. I was tired of everything that I had seen in the dream. And I just said, I won't take that mark, Lord. I will not take it. And the Lord was quiet and I was quiet, but I heard his voice in my heart. He causes all. And then the dream ended. And so I did say that um, because this is a prophetic work, I am tasked to do it well. And to do it well, that means you have to render exactly what you have seen, even if you don't have the full understanding of it. Many people think that because God has given you a prophetic word or because God consistently uses you in that office, it means that you absolutely understand everything. You have all the answers. And this is why so many people lie to people because there's this pressure for them to pretend that they know and understand whatever it is that they might be hearing, even when they don't. All I've said here is that for some reason, God, when it, not the actual mark, but when it comes to these precursors, the Lord keeps showing me that all men, everyone, even the people saying now that I will never be veed or I will never do this or I will never get this. The Lord keeps saying all of us will get these things. And I don't know because the scripture says the actual mark, the actual mark is repeated here in Revelation 13 as saying, and he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in the right hand or the forehead that no man will buy or sell except that he has that mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. This is Revelation 13. So all I will say is that I've left the resources I will, I will link all the dreams below. There is another dream in which I saw that a great struggle arose across the whole earth. The entire earth was in struggle. And this struggle came before because there was a force, a power that arose. Might have been a human power or a spiritual power. But this power arose and it had the ability and the right to force these V's on everyone. And I saw that people around the world were crying out. So this is clearly a stage that will come after this stage. Please watch the videos and the prophecies that the Lord has given me concerning this thing. It is very concerning and it should be worrying everybody who thinks that we can just stay at home and say, I'm never taking it. That's not what God has shown me. God has shown me that after this stage, after this voluntary stage, where people are just lining up to cut their health and their youth or even their old age short, after this stage, there will come a stage where they're not going to ask. There will come a stage where they're going to see to it that this is globally done. And in the second dream that I had, in fact, it was the very first dream of this topic that God gave me before we were ever told that they were going to do this. In April of 2020, saw people struggling, saw people fighting not to take this thing. But the power in the dream prevailed. It prevailed and people were made to take it. And I remember crying out to God in the dream, me and multitudes of people, we cried out to God and I personally said, save me, save me. And the answer that the Lord gave me in that dream was, 
and he causes all. So I am giving you exactly what was given to me, not adding anything and I'm not taking it away. And more importantly, I'm not hiding anything. We will have to continue seeking God and come to an understanding of this matter individually. So I left the verses at the bottom of the post. Please, if you can go to the blog and read this post and meditate on these verses and seek the Lord to have an understanding as I have been seeking him all day. But to be to tell you the truth, I've been asking God about this since April of 2020. The first time I saw that dream and the first time that thing of causes all, I was like, Lord, which all? Which all is this? Who's the all? But all means all. It's a simple word, short, succinct, and it means what it means. This is Celestial with the Master's voice. I've given you the prophecy. May God bless you. Please, if you are heavy-hearted out there, return to your first love. Return to Jesus the Christ. Isaiah 26 and 3, such a beautiful verse says he will keep in perfect peace all who are stayed on him, all who set their eyes and fix their gaze on him. If you are unhappy, if you are troubled, if the, if the sea of your heart is just rolling and rolling, it means that your gaze is not fixed. It means that the news anchors and the conspiracy websites, because they do exist, not everything you read out there is kosher. It's not all true. A lot of it is conjecture. A lot of it is people who have peanut butter sandwiches at night and wake up with all kinds of things that demonic influences that you don't know exist in their life have whispered to them and said, yes, my child, it is I. And then they just come forward genuinely believing that they've heard from the Lord. They have not. And they trouble many souls. Okay, I've said enough. May God bless you. And thank you for using the channel. I hope that it is a blessing. I hope that it is a helpful resource, um, whether you are new or old. And till I see you again. Goodbye.